Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Eric Kane, Matt Ray, Trail Tidbits, VolQuest.com, and recapping week number four of the high school football season for Tennessee targets and some Tennessee commits. Uh, Matt, the uh, high school football season is just motoring right along. Week number yeah, five is. coming up here in a couple of days. And you had a chance to stop by Baylor. It was Lipsum Academy at Baylor. Another loss for Lipsum Academy. Of course, star-studded affair. Caleb Beasley, Edwin Spillman, Amari Jefferson on the other side. Cam Sparks at 25. We'll get to him in a moment. Uh, but yep. you had a chance to talk with Josh Heupel, get to see a good game. Kind of what stood out to you in that setting? Yeah, overall, I mean, I think going into that game, the, the biggest thing that you look to is that Deuce Knight's no longer at Lipscomb, right? Yep. Um, so you've got a Baylor team who, after a, a slow start against Raven Gap in week one, um, has bounced back and, and looks like they're starting to, to hit stride. And you got a Lipscomb team that's got a lot of question marks, a lot of star power, but a lot of question marks. And the Lipscomb offense came out early and looked really good. Uh, featured Caleb Beasley a little bit more, um, you know, sputtered at times throughout the game, but overall kept things really competitive. Um, had a chance in that ball game late to, to try to do some things, and the clock just got away from them. But they had the momentum down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Um, but Baylor, really, really good offensive attack. Like you said, Amari Jefferson had a big night. Um, I think six or seven catches for nearly 100 yards and, and a couple of touchdowns going against Caleb Beasley. And it wasn't just one of those nights of, of Amari Jefferson just working Caleb Beasley over in terms of, you know, running by him or, you know, leave, leaving him, you know, guessing which way he was going. Caleb Beasley draped on Amari Jefferson covered just one of the more physical, you know, alpha battles that you're going to see this high school football season between those two. Um, you know, so overall that was, that was a really fun battle to watch. That's kind of where everybody's, you know, eyes were focused on. Um, Baylor did some things really well to today, to take Lipscomb out of their element defensively. Um, you know, I, if you would have told me that Lipscomb would have scored 31 points in that ball game, I would have probably told you that they won, but overall, um, you know, Baylor was able to be really creative and, and get some things going for, you know, them early in that ball game to to disrupt what Lipscomb likes to do defensively. And a lot of that centers around another Vol commit in Edwin Spillman. Uh, you know, and talking to Edwin on Friday and then again on Saturday in Knoxville, he felt like Baylor really kind of took them out of his element. Um, he played outside of the box a lot. They used Ohio State commit Max LeBlanc to, you know, kind of – Keep filming outside of the box. Lipscomb felt like he was the guy that could run with him and disrupt him. But when they got him outside of that box, um, they did a good job of getting, you know, a couple of bodies to him and and not allowing him to impact in the run game. When Baylor did try to go downhill and, and Spillman was in his more traditional set in that Mike linebacker role, um, you know, he was really productive. But not the type of stat sheet type of night that you would expect from Edwin Spillman because Baylor did a really good job of of taking, you know, him out of the game. Hey, going back to kind of the stars uh, who had stats, of course, Edwin Spillman, very much a star. Caleb Beasley, four receptions, 43 yards, and a touchdown on offense. Of course, he made some highlight plays defensively, and uh, he was, you know, tasked with uh, guarding Amari Jefferson for much of the night. Let's head down more your way. Of course, Baylor was your way, but let's head down towards, uh, you know, Bradley Central, Walker Valley this past weekend. Boo Carter. 
95-yard punt return. I would assume that was for a touchdown, right? Touchdown. Yes. He had a 65-yard receiving touchdown, two total touchdowns. Um, you know, star-studded affair. Boo Carter continues to do what he does for Bradley Central. But, Matt, I mean, the, the, the conversation around Boo Carter this week, the Tennessee commit, is he's unofficially going up to Colorado this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to the performance first. It's like every time you turn get on social media on Friday night, it's kind of what has Boo done now. And that punt return, that 95-yard punt return was something special. Let it bounce, roll past him. He feels it on a hop. And I, I think he told me on Saturday that he broke um, seven, seven tackles on that run, six or seven tackles, but probably covered the better part of 150 yards with, with everything that he did. Um, but just a guy that has put on a show here to start his senior season at Bradley Central, obviously probably right at the front of the Mr. Football conversation and 6A football. But, yeah, Eric, like you said, um, you know, Boo is heading up to Colorado unofficially this weekend. That's something that he wanted to, you know, keep more on the quiet side uh, for whatever reason. Um, but in, in the social media era, when, when posts are flying around out there, there's multiple people that are – that are going to have an opportunity to see those. It's, it's, it's tougher to keep those types of things quiet. Um, he's been to Colorado once before. You know, this is an unofficial, and, and you can bet that they're going to do all they can to press Boo. Um, they're going to try to show him the, the Travis Hunter 2.0 role. I mean, that that's the pitch to him. That That's going to be the pitch to a lot of kids as, as they go about this thing. They've got a tremendous amount of juice right now. Uh, probably going to keep it rolling against the Colorado State this weekend um, before they kind of hit the gauntlet in their schedule. So they're trying to trying to capitalize on it. That's the, you know, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but ultimately, I don't know how many Travis Hunters there are in this world, but yeah. they're the one. They're the one that can point to it and say, "Hey, we're doing it." You're already doing this at the high school level. You can do it on some scale here. Um, you know, how much does that ultimately weigh out the guys? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, self-preservation is a big deal, too. Um, you know, I, I, get I just don't know. I mean, I, I think very highly of Travis Hunter, uh, have since the recruiting process, but I, I don't know how long you can sustain it playing the amount of snaps yeah. that he has the last two weeks, especially when you get in the conference play out there. And I think, I think kids are going to see that over time. You know, we'll see what comes of it. It's, it's definitely a visit, you know, you got to keep your eyes on. I mean, I mean, Dion has been an, an elite closer um, at Jackson State. He, he did it again at Colorado, um, you know, pulling Carmani McLean away from Miami. So he, he's going to land a, a big fish or two. And right now he's backed up everything that he said he was going to do. That That's the key to me right now with Colorado. Now, how long again does it last? We'll see. But Boo Carter going to – Boulder unofficially, and, and we'll just have to wait and see what comes of it. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one, in my opinion, you got to keep an eye on simply because, I mean, it's just the cool thing happening right now. Dion's cool. Yep. You know, these kids don't know who he is. They YouTube and say, oh my God, this guy's incredible. NFL Hall of Famer, uh, NFL Network analyst that didn't know who Kevin Byard was, but he's a really good coach. He is. <laughs> and to your point, he has definitely backed up everything he said he's going to to this point. They're the flavor of the week, man. I mean, or the flavor of the yep. month so far. They're doing a really nice job. So if I'm Colorado and a guy like Boo that really is kind of an athlete, it's 
you know, hey, you come here, you can play whatever you want, whenever you want. And, yep. you know, we'll see if that moves the needle at all. Uh, I can tell go- you that. I'm, hold on, I can tell you this. When when you look at Boot Carter on Saturday, I mean, he he looked so comfortable when, when he's in Knoxville around the other yeah. recruits, the other players, you know, I think there's still a lot of reason, you know, to say, hey, he's committed to Tennessee. He's committed to Tennessee for good reason. He chose them over Michigan. But, you know, I think you just have to keep an eye on this visit. I know that's been the topic of conversation on the general's quarters um, for the last, you know, 24 hours. Is is he on flip watch? Is he, you know, what's the deal here? I, I don't think it's to to that extent. You know, that, that that's what I want to reiterate. But, it is something that I'll watch throughout the weekend. We'll track, you know, as he gets back next week and starts getting back with Bradley Central as they gear up for a big game against Farragut. Um, but I, I think right now, you know, for me, it's kind of in the same place it was when Cam Michael went out there the week before. It's one that you have to watch. Or, or yeah, when Cam Michael was out there last weekend for Nebraska, it, yeah. it's one that you have to watch because there's so much to sell there. And you know these guys are getting the red carpet treatment. You, you just have to, you know, pay attention to it and, and see what comes of it. Again, some of these guys make snap decisions. For Boo, he hasn't really been that type of guy so far. But, again, look back to the summer. Cam Fountain was was all about Tennessee until he took one trip to USC. And that's kind of been the point that I point back to. So, you know, that's why we're paying so much attention to this visit for Boo Carter is anything can happen on the recruiting trail. I think it was Davey Vall that asked how worrisome is it for a coaching staff when, when a player goes and, and visits somewhere else. And to me, maybe the answer is a little bit cliche, but anytime you want a player to come sign and play for you, you don't want them on anybody else's campus. You want them on your campus and that's it. And and that's kind of where I'm at with that. Let's go to a big tight end. And uh, I know exactly who he is, but I've never (laughs) attempted to say his last name. So we're going to give it a roll here. You, you, you tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, Roger. Salia Puega. Roger Salia Ponga. I was close. That was a lot closer than I thought. Five receptions the other night, 36 yards and a touchdown. A guy that, uh, Tennessee's been keeping uh, its eye on, of course, and one of those guys you're going to be tracking throughout the uh, football season as we get closer to signing day. Yeah, absolutely. A guy that continues to have a lot of really positive dialogue with Tennessee, um, you know, ha- has really connected well with Alec Ablin to this point, uh, really likes what the Vols are selling. Tennessee's, you know, getting McCullen Castles rolling this past Saturday. That's something Roger's paying attention to. Um, he'll be here unofficially later in the fall. Um, this is one that's going to go later into November, December. But yeah, Tennessee's been here. He's released a top 10. In my opinion, Tennessee's been at or kind of near the top of that group since he made it out here unofficially um, earlier this year. But the, the Vols continue to be in a good position there, battling you know Auburn and um, some others at the top right there, in my opinion, right now. All right, let's move on to a Tennessee commit in Mike Matthews. Two receptions, 47 yards, 11 tackles for Mike Matthews. Love that. Athletes, um, as he continues to have a nice senior season before he gets over here to Rocky Top as an early enrollee. Yeah, so when you look at the two receptions for 47 yards, you're going to say, oh, that's that's maybe not five-star level production. They completed five passes on Friday night. 
um, for like <laughs> not, for like ninety yards. So he he um, you know accounted for um, over half of the total passing yards and, and two of five receptions. Um, you know, so the, the passing game at Parkview is not necessarily you know at its peak right now, um, and they they were able to still pull out a win over a really tough North Gwinnett team. Um, in a game that was very, very high scoring on Friday night. Um, but for Mike Matthews, you know, continue to hear really positive things about the steps that he's taken physically. Um, you know, drop this on the general's quarters, talking to somebody, um, answering a question a, a couple of weeks back. But I think he told me he was up about eight pounds from last season. So he really wanted to embrace that. You know, the, the key thing with Mike Matthews that I want to touch on here in, in this se- segment of Trail Tidbits is – as we're talking about guys that, you know, like Boo are, are going to take an unofficial to Colorado, and we see KJ Bolden come out earlier in the week and announce that, you know, or it gets announced that he's going to take a visit to Georgia unofficially. He's going to take an official to Auburn at some point. Um, the thing that I continue to consistently hear about Mike Matthews from folks, you know, really tidying down in the state of Georgia is that he is all Tennessee. He, he is all ball right now. And, you know, he is loving his commitment to, to Tennessee, you know, where things stand here at the middle of September. Now, are other teams going to come after him? Sure. Um, we, we, we've known that all along. It's not going to stop for Mike Matthews until he signs that letter of intent. But um, ultimately right now, Tennessee still just, you know, all that he's thinking about, he's focused on getting back up here as much as he can um, and, and that's such a huge piece for this recruiting class. Last one, let's highlight another uh, player in that Lutzum Academy Baylor game, but 2025 class, and that's Cam Sparks. He's uh, made so many trips up to Tennessee over the you know since COVID. Uh, you're allowed back on campus. Um, he's been coming up, coming up here since you know his freshman season. Um, yep. Growing into his body, becoming a really good athlete. He's an athlete, you know, six foot three, about two fifteen. Plays a little, plays on both sides of the ball again. Uh, how's Cam Sparks' junior season coming along about midway through? Yeah, you know, one of the things um, with Cam Sparks, I think I just touched on it with Mike Matthews. Um, Mike started to embrace the physicality side of things. For Cam Sparks, that's been a big deal. He, he He's one of those guys that needs needed to realize that he can be a super nice guy off the field, but he can he can let it out on the field. And, and so far – by all accounts, he has. Boy, he he did a lot of things for um for Baylor on Friday night. Um, at six three two ten, you know, probably closer to two fifteen right now. Um, returning kicks, um, had over fifty something yards and kick return yards. Broke a really nice one that I thought he was going to take for a score. At one point, had a couple of receptions. Just. Really, really good in the blocking game. I don't know where Cam evolves to um, long-term for a positional fit, but a guy that just does so many things well, um, the, the ceiling is really there. Um, like you said, been to Tennessee a ton of times, been to Georgia a handful of times, been to Alabama a handful of times. Um, we'll be back to Tennessee later this fall at some point. Um, you know, Georgia's coming hard after him. Auburn's really swinging, trying to get into campus. That That hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, but he's going to get there at some point. Um, you know, he chose to come to Tennessee earlier in the year, um, back in July for the, for the end of the summer recruiting event over going to Auburn. 
Um, but it, it does feel like he'll make a trip to Auburn at some point. But just continues to have really good conversation with Tennessee. Really likes what they're doing offensively. Um, some schools are recruiting him, you know, defensively. But for Cam Sparks, he wants to play offense. He wants the football in his hand. He wants the opportunity to make plays. Um, and I think right now he, he's pretty focused on playing offense. Um, but a guy that's junior season's got off to a really good start is he's helping, you know, looking to help lead Baylor to back-to-back state championships. All right, as we say goodbye here on this edition of uh, Trail Tidbits, I'm putting you on the spot. We didn't uh, really have anything prepared here, but you're the pro. Um, what's going to highlight, to the best of your knowledge, what's going to highlight week five, uh, the high school slate for Tennessee targets and commits? Any any big-time games, these guys playing any big-time uh, showcases this weekend? Honestly, I haven't even dove into it because I'm, that's on I'm, me. I've been prepping to I've been prepping to go to Gainesville, so I won't, uh, as of right now, I would say tentatively. As of right now, I will not be anywhere on Friday, but don't yeah. rule it out just yet. Um, we'll see what we'll see what travel looks like and and, and what time I what time I pull out of the house if if Atlanta traffic because I am driving not flying. If Atlanta traffic looks like it's rough, I promise you I will stop somewhere at a game <laughs> on Friday night before I set on the interstate in, in traffic. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, you know, right offhand, I, I can't think of any just massive games going on on Friday night that I know of. That's on me. I put them on the spot. I set them up for failure. It's like I'm, you're going across the middle. I'll throw you a high ball. You don't catch it, and you still get hit. That, that That's on me. Oh, wait, yeah, we just know, saw like, that against Austin P in Tennessee's offense. That's right. I mean, it happens. I had my rib protector on. I mean, I had the I had the Gainesville excuse. Um, you know, rib protectors don't hurt that or don't help in those situations. No, they don't help at all, but we'll bounce back from it. We'll bounce back from it. We'll do this again this time, same place, same time next week for Trail Tidbits. He's Matt Ray. I am Eric Kane. Enjoy the rest of Florida week, and we'll see how the Big Orange does down in Gainesville. Come back home the following week, UTSA, another big recruiting weekend. Tons of unofficial visitors will be on campus, and we'll preview that and much more next week right here on Trail Tidbits.